Welcome to episode 84 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Francesca Giacco, author of Six Days in Rome, who gives us an insight into this romantic Italian city. If you've ever wanted to travel to find yourself after a breakup, you're intrigued by Rome, or you've ever wanted to write a fiction book inspired by your travels, this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Welcome to another episode of the Girl About the Globe podcast. Empowering you to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Today I'm joined by Francesca Giacco, all the way from New York City. Francesca is the author of Six Days in Rome, a book that is an ode to a woman traveling alone and an exploration of self-discovery. Thank you so much for joining me today, Francesca. So happy to be here. Thank you. First of all, I love that you've written a book on Rome and that your book's being described as a literary travelogue that maps both the internal and the external. Was the book inspired by a trip to Rome that you'd taken yourself? Um, it was. I've been to Rome many times um, at different points in my life. Um, the book, the this story was inspired by a trip I took to Rome when I turned 30. Um, and I was there by myself for the first few days. And I, I met a friend afterwards. Um, and I'd, I'd written a novel before that trip. It hadn't gone anywhere. So I was, you know, writing always, but thinking about a new idea um, and, you know, just really feeling sort of unmoored, a little bit lost creatively. And uh, the days that I spent alone in the city were really generative. Um, Rome is, as you might expect, one of my favorite places in the world. Um, I haven't spent the most time there, but whenever I'm there, I feel really calm, really at peace. You know, that this feeling that I can't quite describe or explain. So I think in a lot of ways, setting a, a novel there was an attempt to figure out why Rome makes me feel the way that it does. So you went there when you were 30, did you say? Yes, uh, actually over my 30th birthday, I was there. Oh amazing great destination to go to for your birthday so when you were writing the book did you get nostalgic and did it take you back to that time when you were there it did um you know the book is a work of fiction so the character is not me I guess we have some similarities (laughs) um but it definitely took me back certainly um when I was there I took a ton of notes you know not really having a novel in mind necessarily, but just taking notes about what surrounded me, things I found interesting. I've always carried notebooks with me really, you know, my entire adult life. Um, And I just, I'm always writing things down. Um, So being alone, and one of the reasons why big part of my novel focuses on traveling alone is I think it really forces you to look at your own life, first of all, and also pay really close attention to what surrounds you, to pay a different kind of attention than if you were with friends or with a partner. 
um, you really experience your environment differently, which I certainly did. Um, so I, I definitely missed Rome when I was writing the book here in New York and in, and in other places, but by referring to the notes that I made and really, you know, going there in my mind and my imagination, I was able to sort of go back a little bit, which was great. And Italy's such a great destination for women to travel to anyway, isn't it? There's so many different places you can go in Italy. I think there's yes. something so special about Rome and just the whole romance of the city as well. What do you think is Rome's attraction to women traveling, specifically traveling there alone? It's a good question. I mean, there's there's a lot to recommend Rome aside from, you know, the beauty of it, the age of it, I think is mm-hmm. is pretty amazing. There are very few places in the world, I guess Greece would be the other place, but where things are just so old, where it's kind of almost difficult to comprehend how ancient the city that you're walking through is. Um, this pops up in the book, but uh, one of the times I was there, they were digging a new metro stop. And the metro in Rome is is famously kind of pointless because, you know, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense and it's not super easy to use because they can't really dig very much because there are just so many ruins and, and artifacts underneath yeah. the city. So they can't, they can't really <laughs> dig. You really have to take the bus. Um, but so that's one thing, the age of it, the sort of educational aspect of just walking around somewhere that has lived so many lives and so much has happened there. Um, the food and wine, of course, um, <laughs> are, are huge pulls, at least and for the me. ice cream. Yeah. And the ice cream, the gelato. I mean, just, I wish I could try every flavor. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, it, this is more Italy as a whole than Rome maybe, but, um, the, the pace of life there, I think, and a lot of people say this, but, you know, living in New York for as long as I have, there's a huge focus on your job and your career. And I think, you know, after people ask your name, they ask what you do for a living. Like that's, you know, the classic thing. Whereas in Italy, if you do that, it's kind of rude and, you know, people just, it's not how they define themselves. And um, they really work to live and not vice versa. I feel like here we live to work. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's similar to the British culture as well, to be honest. Yeah. So I I guess women in Italy, I guess there is the whole safety conversation. And I, I think, you know, I have never felt unsafe in Rome or anywhere in Italy. And, you know, as a woman, that is something you have to consider. Um, I think it's a safe country, but I think it's a really welcoming, open country for women in my experience. Yeah, definitely. I second that as well. Your book is said to be for anyone who's ever journeyed abroad to find themselves. I've definitely traveled solo plenty of times to find myself at different stages in my life as well. And specifically when I got divorced, I think it's one of the best ways to get over a broken heart or if you have any issue happening in your life or you need to get some clarity or you're going through a period of grieving I just think traveling alone is just perfect for that can you tell us a little bit more about the the main character and why she ends up going to Rome sure so you know you mentioned the end of a relationship that does sort of 
you know, spur this decision for my main character. She's a woman in her early thirties. She was supposed to go on this trip to Rome with her boyfriend. Um, she finds out that her boyfriend is married. So they break up and (laughs) she decides to go on the trip anyway, um, without him. And so that is what, you know, puts all of this in motion. She's been to Rome once before as a, as a child when she was 12 with her, with her parents. Um, so this is her first time experiencing the city on her own as an adult. And, you know, obviously it's sort of, she's imagining what it would have been like to be there with this person who she was with until very recently. So she's experiencing this, this city, um, you know, with all of this in mind, but, you know, she's, she's comfortable on her own. She's processing a lot of these feelings, feelings of, you know, betrayal of loss of starting over. And she's considering a lot of things, not just the end of her relationship, but, her relationship to her parents. Um, you know, she has a very complicated relationship with her father, who is a famous musician and a very complicated guy. And my main character is an artist as well, a visual artist. So as you can imagine being in Rome, there's a lot to inspire her. There's a lot to make her sort of consider where she's at artistically and, you know, with her own career. So there's a lot happening. <laughs> She's sort of at a crossroads. And uh, a lot of that comes to light with Rome as the backdrop. The book's also got a focus on belonging and connection in the wake of grief and doubt. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? In the wake of grief and doubt, I guess that really pertains to the breakup that she's gone through, this loss of trust, you know, feeling you know someone, feeling you belong to one another, and then, you know, obviously having that rug pulled out from under you. Um, And similarly to her relationship to her parents, a a lot of what I talk about, or, you know, what I write about in the book is as far as that is, she's a creative person. She's the daughter of a creative person. What is that like? Um, You know, how is creativity passed down or not? What is it to be the child of a successful singer songwriter when you're trying to, you know, make space for yourself as an artist in the world? Belonging, creativity, these are all things that are essential to who we are as people and, you know, how we go through the world. Being in a city like Rome that celebrates a lot of that and you, you know, it's all over the walls and every church you go in, you know, there's, creativity, how people have expressed themselves for, you know, thousands of years, you're confronted with it. So it it really makes her consider where she is, consider how she belongs, what she's doing with her life. Um, And while she's on this trip, she does meet someone. Mm -hmm. Um, She meets meets a man living in Rome who is also sort of running away. From certain things. Um, he's not an Italian. He is, he's American, but he's settled there. And they're both in different ways and sort of at, at different moments in the process, they're both reassessing and, you know, sort of licking their wounds in this city. I've yet to read the ending. So I don't know how <laughs> it ends. Is there the possibility of having a sequel and continuing the character or is that that's where the book finishes? For me, it's where the book finishes. You know, I I won't give away the ending, um, but 
for me, I like leaving her where I did. Um, and, you know, imagining what she'll do or not do. Um, the character is not me, certainly, but I, I came to care for her a great deal. We have a lot of similarities and I, I've worked out a lot of things I've been dealing with personally through her. So I'm happy with where I left her. I, I trust her to take it the rest of the way. <laughs> that I makes see- sense. Yeah, it does make sense. For you personally, do you feel as though you have another book in you with maybe a different character or because this is your first book, isn't it? It is, yes. Um, yeah, I've actually started started a new book. I can't talk too much about it just because it's, you know, I'm very early in the process, but this is more of a family story, exclusively family story told through different members, different perspectives. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I started to write a fiction book a few years ago and I had two main characters in it. And mm-hmm. I can't think of the word, but when you've actually created a character and specifically two characters, and I feel as though there's part of me in both the characters, but they're both extremes. But you just get so attached to the character and so engrossed in their life. And then when you write that final scene, it's... Mm-hmm kind of a bit of a grieving process because you think well that's it they're they're gone now they're in this book yeah I mean it's it's interesting I'm I'm rereading my book now which is a strange experience um because it's it's out in a month um and I I have to obviously re-familiarize myself with all of it because I I finished it almost three years ago so it's it's been a while and I, I really do feel the same way when I when I read it. I just immediately go back to where and who I was when I wrote it, and it's definitely bittersweet. Um, but I have you know a great deal of, of fondness for her, and you're right; they sort of take over your mind um, when you're in the process of writing. And I, I definitely felt that way. But this, my life sort of opened up and, and made room for the book, which I think is. Honestly, it's the best case scenario in the creative process when everything is working and it all kind of comes together. Yeah. What would you say to someone who's inspired by a destination and wants to write about it, specifically a, a fiction and novel like you have? I mean, it's it's great. I recommend it. Um, <laughs> because they I would say there's a book in everybody, don't they? Is that the saying? I th- yeah, I mean, I think everyone has a story to tell, certainly. And it can be, you know, your own story. It can be something that you experienced or, you know, I mean, people people write all kinds of, you know, they create their own worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, whether they're based on this one or, or somewhere within their imagination. So I, I think absolutely. Um, the advice I would give about writing about place um whatever that place is and it can be somewhere you've you've traveled to and loved it can be somewhere you've lived your whole life or somewhere you made up in your head I think it all just comes down to detail and it's one of the reasons why I love to take notes and write things down is because there's no way you can remember it at all um, and something could strike you in a moment and if you don't get it down, um, you lose it more likely than not. So I just, for me, I, I sift through a lot of, a lot of pages that I, you know, wrote over a couple of trips to Rome because there was, there was the trip when I turned 30 and I went back, uh, twice after that. 
Um, and I saw Rome at different times of the year in different weather. And it was, you know, it all sort of came together, although the book does take place in the summer. But I guess my advice would be just to pay very close attention and, um, and notice like what makes the place compelling for you and try to stick as close to that as you can. For me, it's, it's a lot of things with Rome um, and, and some things that I don't completely understand. And I was trying to sort of write my way through that. But, you know, if it's the landscape, then, then pay close attention to that. If it's food, if it's wine, if it's, you know, the air, if it's, it, you know, it could be anything. I think the beauty of your book as well is that if you've been to Rome, you can relate to it because like you're saying, you're describing it with the senses. And if you haven't been and you want to go, it can inspire you to go as well. So it's kind of for everybody, isn't it? As well as having the, the fiction tale in of connecting with yourself and finding, getting over a relationship as well, which a lot of women can probably relate to. Yeah. On a personal note, have you always wanted to write a book? I have. I've, I've written ever since I was very small. Um, it's always been what I wanted to do. So it's, it's really a thrill to have it, to have it happen. Um, and to have the book, you know, centered on a place that I love as much as I love Rome is, is very special. So getting a, you know, being able to talk about it is, is wonderful. I'll actually be back this summer. So I'm excited to, to be back. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank Um, you so much. Six Days in Rome is out on the 3rd of May. And where can people go and buy it and find out more about you? You can buy it anywhere. You know, Amazon. I love independent bookstores too, (laughs) probably more than Amazon. And it's, it'll be out in the UK on the same day. So people can find it you know, not everywhere in the world, but um, in the US and the UK on on May 3rd, wherever books are sold. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Francesca. And I wish you every success with the book and enjoy your trip back to Rome. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure and enjoy your travels. I'm very jealous. (laughs) Thank you. And you can find out more about Francesca and her amazing book, Six Days in Rome at her website, francescagiacco.com. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.